B'Shem Hashem Na'asev V'Natsliach. We know this week's parsha is Pinchas, and today's Shiva Sarbatamuz. We hope everybody has a meaningful fast, and this day becomes a day of happiness. Um, today's the yurtzeit of my Rosh Hashiva, which was such a special and great Godel Be'Yisrael of Shmuel Yaakov Weinberg. I wanted to say idea from him. We know that the Torah says, Pinchas ben Elazar, Heshivet Chamatim al ben Yisrael, Bekanot Kinati betocham. It says that Pinchas, the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron, he was a grandson of Aaron, turned back my wrath upon the children of Israel when he was zealously avenged my vengeance among them. So we, we see in the Torah that Pinchas is called a Kanai, a zealot. And Rashi here explains that in Old French, What is this zealousness? It's when you settle a score. That in Old French, it's called imprenment. And Art Scroll explains that it's a zealous outburst that leads to action. And on the most basic level, Pinchas is a man of action. When he saw Chilul Hashem, the prince, of the tribe of Shimon, desecrating the name of God. He was proactive. And therefore, this teaches us a very important distinction. In the Torah, the Ten Commandments, it says, don't be jealous. It also uses the same word of kin'ah. But kin'ah can mean, depending on its context, either to be zealous or to be jealous. Now why is this Rosh Hashiva? We were so lucky to have him because with this definition of kin'ah, he, it made a world of difference on how to understand the Gemara in Bava Batra. There's a Gemara in Bava Batra that says, Kinat Sofrim Tarbe which I just saw an English translation that the Rosh Hashiva held was absolutely wrong. The conventional understanding is that jealousy amongst Torah scholars is good because if one teacher of Torah sees his friend is being more productive, then I want to be a better teacher. But Rosh Hashiva said that's an absolutely wrong understanding. And this changed... It's like a world of a difference of how to teach our children, how to teach our students Torah. He, Rosh Hashiva said that it's impossible to say that kinat sofrim Jealousy amongst Torah scholars. You could never be jealous. And I found the fascinating two Rabbeinu Yonas to support the Rosh Hashiva's theory. Rosh Hashiva said that's absolutely wrong to translate it as jealousy. It should be understood as zealousness amongst Torah scholars. Because what, what's, why is it such a bad thing to be jealous in the Ten Commandments? Because what it is, is if somebody has a better house or wife... You want to take it away from them. You're upset they they have it and you believe you should have it. So 
it's inconceivable to see that somebody is closer to God, spreading more Torah. You, if you if you translate it as jealousy, you what you wish the guy wouldn't be spreading Torah. And if you look at the Rabbeinu Yonah, it's a Rabbeinu Yonah, Shara Shlishi, that absolutely supports the Rosh Hashiva. He says, such a person is a, is a, uh, God forbid, a hater of God. He says, there could be somebody that keeps the Torah and mitzvot and does not transgress any sin. It's the Rabbeinu Yonah, Shara Shlishi, Ot 160, Kuf Samech. But he says, if you feel bad when you see somebody is learning more Torah than you, or serving God more sincerely, then ultimately, you're, it's selfishness. You should be happy when you see people are more scholarly than you. So how do we reconcile this with jealousy of scholars increases knowledge. The Rosh Hashiva said it means like this. Kinat Sofrim is just like Pinchas. Pinchas was a zealot. You have two types of people in the world. Passive, that if they see death and destruction, then you have heroes. A hero is a person that has the courage to take action and even sacrifice his own life. Like Eliyahu Hanavi, They're not, they're willing to change the world and do the strongest commitment to action because action speaks greater than words. And that's what it means here that when one sees that his friend is giving 110% of his kohot, energy, to becoming the greatest possible Torah scholar, then you should also be zealous and become proactive. And that should motivate you to be the best you could be, just like he could. But if it's a rivalry where you feel bad, like if that story of the Stechemed that I'll put down in the footnotes, if you feel bad, then that's the whole reason we're fasting today. We Jews are all one unit, and we were so lucky to have the Rosh Hashiva give us this insight, because that's why he said it's not kosher to have color war. Maybe that's why the, God canceled all the camps this year. When teaching Torah, we should not set up our children to be rivalry, competition. That's why the Rosh Hashiva was absolutely against sports. It's very good to exercise, but when we want to one-up each other, and have competition and rivalry where we're upset. Please go ahead and look at the Rabbeinu Yonah's commentary on Pirkei Avot, chapter 4, Mishnah 21. He says exactly, exactly what the Rosh Hashiva is saying. So, when we teach Torah and put a contest amongst our children, it should never be done in a way that we're rivals and competition and it's like a color war. Because we Jews have to realize the still the reason why we're still fasting today is because we weren't keishachad belevechad. We said lashon hara and had baseless hatred. This all comes from a 
way of thinking that we're competitors against one another. But if we realize that we're all one unit, we should be happy when each other, when each one of us are successful. And for sure, when you see that your friend is more successful in you than learning Torah and spreading Torah, you should never be jealous of him in the sense that you were, it pains you why he was more productive. No, it should make you zealous. And this, if you think about it, makes a world of a difference of how to teach Torah, how to set up a classroom. And competition, me against you, is from the Greek and from the Goisha philosophy. It has no place in Torah. Have a meaningful fast and a meaningful three weeks. And Shabbat, thank you.